Hello everyone, welcome back to another Babus to Babus podcast. This is your space pirate captain, Commander Sue, aka Babus. And this is Babu. (laughs) (laughs) I really suck at this. Yeah. uh, I forget that I'm supposed to come up with a creative title. And then when I hear you say it, nothing comes to mind. You just want another crewmate? <laughs> sure. <laughs> crewmate cheat? I'm another crewmate. <laughs> <laughs> You're the uh, janitor who mops after everyone's done. <laughs> That's mean. Hey. Why, why do I have to be a janitor? Why can't I just be a when regular crewmate? you don't crewmate? think of a, a position, I'm just going to fill another, okay, a position. Sure, sure. You know, I'm just going to fill you in. And we need a janitor. So <laughs> now you're mopping floors and cleaning toilets I'm in my space space uh, pirate ship. Sure. Anywho, so what's on the menu today? Menu? Yeah. Oh, it's just miscellaneous podcasts where we just kind of ramble okay. and talk about random things. Ramble, 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 ramble. <laughs> All right. So um, let's talk about college then. Sure. You know, I don't think there's a lot of people who um, talk about their experience, their college experience at all, to be quite frank. Like, I like, you know, a lot of people, like, especially like celebrities and stuff like that, like they'll talk about how they went to college and that's it. Yeah. You know, they never really go into details on how college life was. And I feel like. As important as college is, it's very in the back burner of everything, of all the topics. And I think a lot of people who go into college have this mindset of what college is based on what they see like in movies, mm-hmm. you know, like my younger sister, who is currently a senior in college right now. Um, when she was in high school, her mentality of what college was, was, oh, you go party and, you know, you go drink and you go hang out with your friends and, you know, basically just this free living, you're free kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But what people don't understand is that you get burdened with financial stress with schoolwork, with jobs, you know, with yeah. clubs, with all these things that you have to do. So you're pretty much just saying that, like, all the thing about the good things in college. And people have right. People have wrong it. misconceptions about what college is when they go to college. I don't know, man. I I feel like it's just people who don't have plans for the future think like that and then i think it's also people who have parents that pay for their college who goes to school with that mentality right yeah because because they don't have to worry about oh how am i going to buy stuff for my dorm or my apartment or how am i going to you know pay for rent it's they don't worry about any of that so they go to school to basically go to class get their degree and then just have fun or like for the other 50% of the time. Yeah, I, I could agree with that too. And then also, like I said, like uh, deals with people who don't really have goals and they're just going to college just to go to college. 
Because when you're motivated and you have goals, you don't have time to be partnered like that, you know? I don't necessarily agree. Really? Yeah. I think I think when, when I went to college, I went to college with an idea of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to, you know, come out of college with. Mm-hmm. But then I, I was also like, okay, I also want to kind of have that college experience. I want to go to, I want to go to football games, you know, like yeah. I, I want to join clubs. I want to go to social events. I want to maybe go to a party here and there, but you know, at a legal, <laughs> at a legal point in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I turn 21, you know, <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the word they use what? Uh, when they're trying to say like, it's like, they don't condone. No, no, not condone. Oh. It's 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 a legal word to use to protect themselves. Uh, I don't know. Oh man, like I had it. Now I I can't think of what it is. Allegedly, there you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know, allegedly. <laughs> they, <went> they, to <laughs> yeah. But but I mean, so I guess we start with the main topic of of college, and I feel like. A lot of people, especially uh, kids who are leaving high school, have this like mentality where college is like you gotta go to college, you know, if you want. Um, uh, also like a not like a higher like, success rate, but like it's just something that you do to prepare yourself for it, adulthood. Yeah, if you want a secure future, then college was the way to go. Right. That was. The belief, but I think that's that's that stems from their parents thinking that. Yeah, um, my parents were like that. All of my siblings were like that. Because this was true, you know. I'm back like, in like the like late, I don't know, like the 50s, 60s, 70s, the 80s. It was always you go to college and then you get a degree, and then you come on, you get a good job. You're right. But nowadays, it's like with the internet, it's just I don't know. I just feel like the the internet kind of changed that whole mentality because then it showed that oh you can be successful without going to college right and it's more about your skills than it is about going to college right and with the technology becoming so big people don't really need to hire you know um like people to come in and work in an office anymore it's a like hey since we have technology well you could just work from you know you could just work remotely not only that, but like college is expensive now. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's the price for going to college is way too high for what it's worth. Like I, to me, to be honest, like the only real uh, college degrees left are medical degrees, medical degrees, and uh, engineering degrees, and lawyers, oh, yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, and a law degree. <laughs> I don't know. Some, sometimes people find it hard for uh, to find work as a lawyer. That's what I wanted to do when I went to college. Oh, you want to be a lawyer? I initially wanted to go to college to go to law school and become a lawyer. Well, well, if we're backtracking here, originally I wanted to be a veterinarian, <laughs> but that was like back in middle school. And then in high school, I was super nerdy. And then I was like, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to go to law school and be a lawyer. But obviously that changed. So. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to be. Yeah. I, I remember growing up, I wanted to be a cop. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to be a cop, but then, um, yeah, I don't know, somewhere along the line, I just feel like being a cop wasn't what I really want to do, I guess. My my mentality changed. Because mm-hmm. 
The only reason I wanted to be a cop was because I was watching a lot of Jackie Chan movies. Oh, my and gosh. And he has his uh, police story. <laughs> Dude, if you want to motivate someone to become a cop, just tell them to watch Jackie Chan's police story. <laughs> that Those movies will motivate you was, to become a cop. Was that the one where he was trying to save his daughter? Uh, I think that's like the the newer one, yeah. Hmm. The newer one. Where he went like fought an entire like gang to save no, his daughter. No, he didn't fight an entire gang. Oh. I think he only fought like a couple of them and then he fought like the last guy. The boss. Yeah. <laughs> but the old ones, when he was like chasing them through the city, jumping through yeah. hoops and stuff like that. Rush hour. Cool. <laughs> yeah, rush hour, you know, he's a cop again. He was. I think he was a detective yeah. of some sort. Yeah. So, I mean, I think eventually if I was like to stick to my cop... Route I would have went to became a uh, to become a detective. Detective. Yeah, I think detective is right where I would like to be. I don't know. I can't really see you as a detective. Hmm, let me see you. You got blue jeans on, <laughs> kind of dirt <laughs> on the bottom. You've been out traveling. Okay, that's not okay. Sherlock Holmes is not a police officer. He's a detective. Okay? <laughs> that's who I will be. But Sherlock Holmes is a very rare detective. You are not Sherlock Holmes. You don't know that. I could have been. <laughs> Now look at what I am. I'm a nothing. <laughs> a no good to nothing. Anywho, we're, we're getting sidetracked here. Okay, point is, I feel like college isn't for everyone. And don't think that college is the end-all, be-all, especially this day and age with the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's so much information out there on the, the internet that... You can literally just learn from home. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't need to go to college anymore. One of the biggest things about college is that they prep you for all the roles. You know, like if, when you go to, so when I went to, um, when I was doing my engineering courses, they did not focus on just one thing, you know, because colleges don't know what you're going to try to become when you leave. Right. So they just give you all these different courses to prepare you for all the different jobs that you potentially may want. But I feel like if you know what you want with the internet, you could just solely focus on those, you know, skills and just learn those skills. And to me, that's more efficient than spending, you know, years in college, learning these, taking these classes that, you know, are requirements for you to go up to the next level, but isn't really what you want to do. And that's just a waste of money. Yeah, one thing that I learned after going to school for so long is that I wished someone would have told me to go to a community college first. No, you know what? And, I, and I've told you this before. If someone would have told me, hey, go to a community college first, take all your prereqs or whatever you need, general, gen eds, you know, and maybe even get like an associate so that you can start working, earn some money, and then you can go get your bachelor's degree. That would have saved me a lot, a lot of money. Because right now I'm like sitting on $60,000 in, in student loan debt. Yeah. And my, my suitcase is already half filled. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. And I wish that schools would have told us that, you know. But but the difference is that the 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 money was never really an issue until like 10 years ago because i remember right when we were all going to college yeah yeah right when we were all going to college like i would say like the early 2000s was the turning point like the the 90s i feel like college was still affordable mm, somewhat i guess well i just feel like college did not cost as as, as much as it, it is now 
So in the 90s, it was like going to college, going straight into a university was still fine. But when we went... No, no, no. That's going to a university in your state was fine. Mm-hmm. Now, going to a private school or a school out of state was still very expensive. Right. But the thing is, let's be honest here. We we ain't going to private schools, all right? Hey, I <laughs> I, I really wanted to go to an out-of-state school. Hey, just because you want to go was, doesn't mean you get accepted. No, I was kidding. Well, first of all, I got accepted to a, a handful of out-of-state colleges. Okay, Community I just colleges. I just chose not to because <laughs> because of the finances, because yeah, of the yeah. money. Yeah, which I agree. Like, you I know, even with the scholarships and grants and whatever financial aid that they offered, it was still not enough to cover, you know, my out-of-state. Right, because offers. that's how it is. You know, they they would offer you more scholarships, but it just even when, even if you get more scholarships to go to out-of-state colleges. It's still like like pales comparison to going to an in-state college, but my point is is that early, like you know, like twenty years ago, college was a bit more affordable than it is now, so that's why the mentality of going to community college was never there. Until no no no, community college is more for technical right, experiences. I know, what I'm saying. So so people who want it like um. Uh, a technical degree of some sort, you know, like to be a CNA or just. Uh, I know, but the, the, my point is that you're you're not getting the point I'm making. Th- I'm saying is that because universities were uh, not as expensive as now, it wasn't a well-known knowledge or like, you know, advice to give out to students to go to community college first for the first two years and then transfer over to a university because that would save you money. Because back then, since university was uh, not as expensive as now, it's you know it's better to just go straight into a university. Um, no, I I actually disagree with that. I think community college colleges back in the day used to have a bad rep. Right. So it was this idea that oh, if you went to community college, You're that must that best. must that must have meant that you couldn't get into a real university. Or or um. Or you're not getting the best education, so nobody wants to have that name tag that they went to community college. Sure. You know, I understand the the idea that community colleges isn't a real like four year degree college, and that you only go to community colleges for your technical um, degree, as, your associates or whatever. And because of that stigma, people tend to stay away from community college, and they would rather just go straight into a university, right? Versus doing the first two years, getting, you know, all your generals done and then transferring because that would save you a ton of money, 50% of the money. And I wish someone would have told me that because that's what I would have done. Right. And that was my point. That was (laughs) (laughs) So we went on this 10 minute tangent just to get to here. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just getting to the point where like (laughs) maybe the reason why that no one talked about it when we graduated. I mean, I heard about it, you know, I heard about going to community college first to get my generals is a safer, you know, it's more a cheaper route. But it's kind of like my all my friends are going to the university. You know, if I went to community college, community college, I'm not going to see my friends for two years, you yeah. know. So it's kind of like, man, do I really want to save, like, for example, five grand or ten grand within those two years just to, you know, and, and not talk to any of my friends. Yes. <laughs> I mean, after we finished, yeah, you know, but in the moment, we're just kind of like, no, like this college life, you know, it's so important that 
I will want to share my college life with my friends for uh, as long as I can. Right. All my friends were going to public colleges, you know, um, and the thing was that I was going to Rufus King High School. So this idea of going to a community college was never like really talked about. It was like, oh, if you go to a academically, you know, prestigious school like Rufus King, then you were meant to go to a university, a university yeah. to get your bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, OK, everyone's doing it. So I might as well apply to a four year university. That was the route. And then I also had all of my older siblings who went straight to a four-year university and got, you know, their bachelor's. Mm. So it was kind of like, okay, I I didn't know that you could even go to a community college to complete your gen eds before you applied to a four-year But even then, like, if someone told you that you could do that, you probably would like, like, no, I would rather just go straight to to, uh, the university. And, And that's true because... They don't really tell you about finances. You know, that's something that they don't talk about. It's a, oh, just apply for a lot of financial aid or sorry, not financial aid, scholarships and just see how much financial aid gives you and then just take out a loan. Not only that, but they they would use the word cheaper. Right. But they don't like tell you like numbers. Right. They're like, yeah. And like as a 18 year old, you don't understand that concept, that financial world. You don't Mm. know what ten thousand dollars really means until you come out of college and you're like oh shoot i owe sixty thousand dollars in student loans not only that but like the student loans will also have interest on them too yeah so technically you don't owe sixty thousand dollars i really owe 120k yeah exactly so by (laughs) the time you pay it off you're actually paying like 100k already so Coming from, you know, somebody that went to college, it's like, right. yeah, you should go to community college right. because you're two years done. If someone came up to me and said, hey, what do you think I should do? I really want to go to school. The first thing I'm going to say is apply for a community college, get your gen eds out. And then, you know, once you kind of figure out what you want to do or become in a career, then I would say go ahead and get your bachelor's. Yeah, because... A lot of people go into universities, don't know what they really want. And then they spend like eight years just flopping around different majors and rack up like 200K, you know, student loans. And the great thing about going to a two-year college, like a community college and getting your associate's degree is that there are so many job opportunities now with a two-year degree that pays you so well, especially Mm -hmm. in the health career, healthcare career. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, just just go to community college. Dude, you, know? you could go get your associates as a nurse mm-hmm. and get paid well, and then you could just go get your bachelor's online. Oh, be a plumber. You know, plumbers you, make you, a lot of money. You could become a IT computer guy with a two year associate's degree and get paid well. You could even become exactly like an engineer. You could become a whoa, respiratory whoa, whoa. therapist and. Uh, occupational therapist assistant they get paid so well they get paid more than some of these people who come out with a four-year degree more than me (laughs) well let's be serious here all right if you get a four-year art degree you're gonna get paid you you're way no no i i know a girl who got an art history degree and Uh she works for shutterfly making six figs yeah a girl Okay. <laughs> a girl, a girl out of the 2000 graduates with the art degree. Okay. But I'm just saying. Employment rate of 
point zero zero one. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to get a major in college, I'm gonna be real honest. If you're going to college to get like an art degree or a um what are those like literature degrees? Yeah, just a regular social science. Yeah, like I would say, just don't go to college. Just liberal general. arts. Just hang liberal out science. at college. <laughs> you know, like don't even go to college. Like you're just wasting your money at this point. Yeah, I'm not saying that like there's no jobs out there for you. Right. But I'm saying that the jobs are very limited and very competitive, and you you know the chances of you actually landing those jobs are very slim. And not just that, I mean, you could go ahead and go to a four-year school, get a liberal arts degree in science, you know, but the type of job that you're going to get is probably a job behind an office, you know, in one of those cubicles. Hey, a lot of jobs are like those. I know, that's what I'm saying, though. I, I don't even know what you could get as a liberal, you know. Like what? You you work for insurance companies behind a desk, pretty much. Yeah, Man. you you work for I don't know uh, governmental jobs like city yeah, hall, like things like that. Are the ones that are getting those right? Or? I know it really doesn't matter as long as you have a bachelor's degree. But that's what I'm saying is kind of like you could get a bachelor's degree in anything, and you'll end up in those those type oh, of yeah. careers. But I mean, like, you gotta think about like how many people are in liberal arts. You know, social science. Mm-hmm. Like those are the biggest graduating classes because it's like, right. easier to get those. But those degrees. are the people who end up working for insurance companies. Yeah. Like State Farm, things like that, because you have to have a bachelor's degree. So you guys better pick your, you know. So it's kind of like pick okay. Your majors. But I mean, it's kind of like I don't know. I just feel like are those jobs really worth it? You know, like who who goes to college saying they want to work for a state farm? I mean, they don't. But if you have a bachelor's degree and you work your way up the ladder in those type of companies, oh, you could get paid really well. Right. But those positions are very like small compared to other positions that are getting paid well from the start, even with a four year degree. Like, for example, engineering. Yeah. You know, engineering can start get paid off pretty well mm-hmm. right off from, from a four year degree. I mean, it's harder to get. That's why. But I'm just saying, like, if you're going to go to college and you don't really know what you want to do, just. Just wait. Just don't even spend the money. Yeah. Like, don't don't even try to take the student loans and stuff like that. Like, even, even if you know you're not um, going to be committed or like, you know, you're just still on the fence about it. Are you really going to be like on the fence on a 10 grand student loan choice? No, just say no. Dude, I'm telling you. I don't know why people didn't think of this. Just rent out. You know, join one of your friends at their, like, college house. Just rent out a room from them. Hang out with them. Do your job. You know, don't go to college. Just sneak into some classes. Some classes are so big, they don't even take attendance. <laughs> Just true. sit in there, and then you'll have the college life. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, you know, a lot of people go to college to share those experiences with their friends, too. So, I mean, you don't want to go to you you don't want to live with your friends and have all your friends graduate together and then you're the one that's falling behind because then they're going to graduate, they're going to be in the corporate world making big money, you know, wow. supposedly. Okay. And then you're still going to be behind in school trying to catch up. You know, I think we live in a time where we don't like to be behind. 
I think anybody doesn't like being behind. But the real question is, what does behind really mean? You know, even as far as success, because, yeah, because they want those titles. They want the the bachelor degree, you know, because, you know, you go to school and all your friends are graduating by the time they're 22 years old. Right. Mm -hmm. They're working. And then four years later, they go and buy themselves a house. They're married and they already have two kids. And by then, (laughs) what are you just graduating college? You know, people don't like that feeling that they're behind. That's why. But the thing is, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to redefine what it means to really be behind. Because if you come out of a college, right, you ca- if you come out of, from college with, like, $60,000 in debt, and you find a job that's maybe, you know, pays just a little bit more than a regular job, mm-hmm. are you really successful in life, you know? Some people find their financial situations to define their success. Or So if you're working for a... F- fortune 500 company and you're making six figs to them that's success right but to me what i'm saying is that let's be realistic here right you know how many people do you know are working at a fortune 500 company making 100k i know i I know one exactly you know (laughs) one but i'm just i'm saying let's be real honest here actually i know two okay let's (laughs) two out of my four friends (laughs) All right. And then I know one who, uh, you know, well, <laughs> is a doctor. No, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, let's be real, real honest and let's really look at the majority of people, you know? Yeah. And speaking of general terms, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah there's, there are those people who come out, you know, who work hard, who work to get those degrees and work the way up the ladder to make that much money. But that's not like that's like probably the small like 10 percent 20 percent of people i'm talking about the eight the other 80 percent who who goes to college for like six seven years because they didn't really know what they want to do come out maybe find like a job that pays them maybe 25 dollars an hour you know what i'm saying but now they're they have that 80k student loan debt behind them even though their job pays them a little bit more are they really ahead you know and that's something that you really need to think about before you go to college and that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you don't go to college, even if your friends all go to college and you just decide to go to work right after, right after high school, it still leaves a lot of room for you to, I guess, find other success, you know, because at the end of the day, to me personally, if you go to college and you get a, a bachelor's degree and you come out with an 80K debt, to me, that's not successful at all. Dang. That's the opposite. So you're looking at me as someone who's unsuccessful. Well, I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> at the moment, yeah, let's be real. You know, but like I said, money to me doesn't really matter. It's just about how you plan and and, and how far you like set yourself, I guess, prepare yourself for the future. Like right now, like, yeah, you, you came out, you know. Uh, of college you have the potential that's what i'm saying you have the potential to to get ahead i guess let me be transparent here i went to a four-year university got my bachelor's it took two years off and paid off all my uh, student loans Mm -hmm. during those two years now this 60k that i'm accruing is actually from grad school so (laughs) This is me going to school for another four years and getting 60K. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you graduated, though. 
I, I, I graduated. I, I think I graduated with my bachelor's with like, like 18K student loans. Right. And I paid it all off. Uh huh. And now you graduated. And so now I finished grad school. So it's like now I have the 60K that right. now I have to pay off. Yeah. But the thing is that by going to grad school, you have, but you finished grad school. I finished grad school. So now you have the potential to make so much more. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. It's an investment, right? So it's kind of like the, the 60K, the, the 60K in debt, I could pay off in, in like, like two years. Yeah. If we really try. But yeah. my, my point is this. It's like if you got 60K trying to become, I don't know, like a doctor or something, mm-hmm. right? That's fine. To me, like, that's logically, it makes sense. But if you're trying to rack up 80K to become a liberal arts, you know, <laughs> doctor. People who, there, my brother went to, went and got his bachelor's, and I believe he has, like, 60K of just, like. Student loans. Student loans from yeah. his bachelor's That's degree. what I'm saying. Like, to me, that feels like that's not really successful. You got the, the you got the bachelor's degree you wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, but what are you going to do with it? What's your potential? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like engineering, that's why I lean a lot like towards engineering because there's always, always a need for engineers and there's always like a good pay for engineers mm-hmm. because it's, it's hard. You know, you're not going to have all this time partying because you actually need to know what the hell you're doing. Otherwise you won't succeed. But anyways, we're going off topic here. Point is, be financially smart when you go to college. But the thing is, is that schools don't teach you about that. So you have to talk to someone who has experience going to college and who is willing to be transparent with you about their experience. This is why I want a financial class for high school kids. Right. And then you also have to consider that not everyone's college experience is the same. Someone who, you know, went to college with their parents covering for all their expenses will tell you, oh, yeah, you know, just go to college. It was easy. Right. But then if you ask me, I'd be like, I struggled. I was working two, three different jobs at the same time. You know, I lived with five roommates. We were all still paying like $400 each, but we were sharing rooms, you know, like. But that's, yeah, but that's my point is that we're not, we're not getting a class about college experience. Yeah. I'm saying get a class about financial Mm -hmm. experience or just like talk about finance in general. Stay away from credit cards. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't get my first credit card until. Okay. Senior year of, <laughs> of college. college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, it was only $500. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> you know, you need a class to teach kids how to stay away from credit cards. You know, don't see credit cards as free money. It's now, it's money you have to pay later. Yeah. You know? Um, no, you have to pay every month. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so if you don't have a job, how are you going to pay it every month kind yeah, of thing? So stay away from, like, you know, you need a class to teach you about credit cards. You need a class to teach you. Or just the financial, the financial class should teach you about credit cards, teach you about the cost of college, the hidden cost of college. Mm-hmm. They the need dorms, to, the they food. need to teach you what unsubsidized and subsidized yeah. loans are. Yeah, and just really tell kids like, is college something that you really think that you should invest in? Because that's what it is. It's not an experiment. Or not, uh, it's not an experience. It's an investment. And right. I think that college is a good experience to have. But what are you willing to pay to get that experience? And some people who are, like, not lucky to get a lot of help from financial aid, you know, like, for example, the middle class. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like the middle class has the hardest time going to college or paying for college because their parents make just enough to not be able to get financial aid. Right. So then they just literally take it out loan to go to college. And to me, it's like at that point, do you really want to invest in that college experience? Yeah. When you can just hang out with your friends at college, just walk around. <laughs> Dude, no one's going to know you're a college student, you know? I think I think a lot of people don't know that, too, is that there are you can even apply to take a class as an audit. And that means that you could just attend class, do all the work, but you just don't get the credit, a grade or the credit and you don't have to pay for it. Oh, people don't know that. Now see, boom, there you go. Or you just sneak and, into and class. Anyways. People also don't know that you can write up your own major. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can go to a four-year university and say, hey, I want to major in, I don't know. I want to be a space pirate. I want to major in soda cans, right? Uh And all you have to do is, you know, all you have to do is write a 15-page paper explaining why, you know, this should be a legitimate um, Major. major. And then you list all the courses that will help back up this major and 80% of the time it gets approved. All right, let's be real here. 80% of the time? Okay, okay. I mean, don't come up with a bizarre major like I want to study soda cans, you know, but... but I want to be a space pirate. <laughs> Dude, I think it would be a good major. Aerodynamics, you know, physics, all this thing. I'm Essentially, yeah. I'm training to become an so, astronaut, but I'm going to be a pirate instead. So, like, I want people to also understand that you're not limited to just the majors that are presented to you through the school. Right. Let's be real honest here, okay? You're, I mean, I, I like the idea that you could do that, but I'm just saying, come on. No hey, one's going to do that. No, I, I actually knew a couple people that did that back at when I was going to school. Oh, and how'd that turn out? They majored in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they were really serious. They were really passionate about this customized major that they submitted the paperwork, did all of that, and it became their degree. Who are these friends? <laughs> Why are you surrounded by this group of like successful <laughs> friends that I don't know about? What are you talking about? I have a lot of successful friends. I know. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm like, really nerdy, so I just surround myself with other dude, nerdy people. <laughs> surrounded by like the most unique bunch ever. I'm friends with an astronaut. I'm friends with Matthew McConaughey's son. I'm friends with that billionaire over there who who developed I'm, polio. I'm friends with the football player over there. Yeah, I'm JJ. Watts sister <laughs> like alright come on this dude the weirdest bunch ever dog like, I'm just talking about your friends your high school friends who are up to no good you know barely pass with a C average you know going to college those are the friends I'm talking about you over here talking what? about fucking future presidents what? you over here talking I about I don't have any friends who are C average damn <laughs> Then you guys hear that? If you're if you're a cheese <laughs> and, friend and, and you have C average, <laughs> if you're a cheese friend and you have a C average grade, just know you ain't her friend. You just an don't, acquaintance. Don't don't put words in my mouth. You just <laughs> said that. that. You said I just, that. All you I just said, said was you don't have I don't friends have with any C average. With C average grades. Exactly. You just said it. Damn. But okay, let's be real honest. Okay, majority of the people out there get C average, B average, you know, GPAs. Not not everyone, not eighty percent of the people out there are getting you know A's. Oh yeah, of course I know. Yeah, so I'm saying you're talking about like these unique people, and I'm I'm trying to talk to the general public. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but I'm also trying to let them know that yeah, this these is are options. Yeah. You know? But come on. <laughs> Ain't nobody writing a 15 page paper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're really passionate about it, then yeah, people will do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And more power and, to and you, you know? Like I said, I know those people. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you only know those people. You don't know anybody <laughs> below them because it's not worth your time. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But, anyways, so pretty much college experience. Is, I, I guess just really think about whether or not you want to go to college. Because going to college, you know, just because you want to have that lifestyle, it's like you're just putting yourself so far behind in life that you could be using that time to, you know, do other things. I do have to point out that when I went to college, um, I made the decision to stay in a dorm my -hmm. first year. And I think that is probably one of the greatest experiences of my college career. Oh, staying in dorms? Mm -hmm. I thought it would be like... Greatest as in the greatest like experience, but what about your oh, greatest greatest experience? social experience? Mm, okay. There we go. Yeah, because everyone's so close, you know, together. Oh yeah, because you, you, you have to know people. Mm. Basically, they force you to socialize with the people on your floor. So if you're an introvert like how I was back in the day, it's kind of difficult to kind of put yourself out there and meet new people. But when you live on a dorm, you have to get to know your roommates i had two roommates at the time which is really rare because i think sometimes some universities you only have one other roommate mm-hmm. um but i had two so then i was forced to you know basically socialize with them get to know them and then on top of that you're forced to socialize with people on your entire floor and then sometimes they do um f- f- uh floors events. um events so then you have to go interact with other floors so that was nice but how much did it cost you, though? It was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I stayed in a newly built dorm. So okay, it was, flexing so on <laughs> it. That's what I'm saying. Like, was, this whole no, time, listen, you're, listen, you were here just flexing listen, on people. No, dude. I didn't choose to stay in that dorm. That wasn't my number one choice. And when you go to college, they give you a choice, right? Mm-hmm. You have to put in, oh, um information about what kind of roommate you like so you basically tell them your personality your characteristics and i guess there's people behind the scenes that kind of decides to match you up right how they're going to match you the dorm that i lived in freshman year wasn't the dorm that i chose it was actually the last dorm because of how expensive it was but because there was three of us the price was cut to basically the same as another dorm that was less appealing. <laughs> oh, so you got a discount because it's three people living in the dorm. Because typically dorms are two people. Mm-hmm. But because I was staying with two and there was three of us, the dorm was base- basic or the price was basically cut into thirds. So I was basically paying the same price as someone who was living in that unappealing dorm oh. on the other side of campus. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. In a sketchy area. <laughs> okay we get it so in a sense it was kind of like okay but didn't the university force you to have at least one year in the dorms though they encouraged it they didn't oh, force okay. us they I, encouraged I, it i thought you said that like they it was a requirement that you had to stay i, I know year. some private schools do some private schools some private schools forces you to stay in the dorms but i believe public schools don't it's they highly, highly recommend it because of, you know, social interactions, things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's n- not enough space for people. 
because you you have sophomores and juniors and seniors who also choose to stay in dorms. Okay. Now let's get to the nitty gritty. Okay. The nitty gritty is how much did you actually pay to stay in the dorms versus renting? Oh my God. So quarterly, I was paying like 2,300. This is quarterly. Quarterly, meaning three months. Yeah. I, I was paying yes. twenty three hundred dollars to so stay. So two thousand three hundred for every three months. <laughs> now let's cut that down to one month. So it's like what eight hundred, like seven hundred fifty every month. Yeah, but it was just me sharing a space, just a space to sleep in. Okay, so that, I still had to walk out of my dorm room to share a bathroom right. with everyone else on the floor. I still had to walk out of my dorm room to share a kitchen with everyone on the floor. So pretty much you're paying 700 and like $50 for just a bed. for a bed. Yeah. And maybe like a closet or like a, a shelf. A oh shelf. yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. a shelf. So in a microwave. That, yeah, so keep that in mind, you know. If you're renting an apartment, I said you rent an apartment with, I don't know, three or four of your friends. You could probably pay like, what, 500 a month for that apartment? So one thing I've also learned was that um, when you live in college, you want to believe that you're rich. So then you go Hell, for... I don't know about you. <laughs> I didn't believe I was rich. I was struggling. One of my biggest mistakes was signing leases for very bougie apartments. And I'm talking See, that's about what I'm saying, dude. This girl over here flexing. <laughs> Bougie I'm not, apartments. I'm not flexing. I'm telling you, I was struggling because of all these terrible decisions. <laughs> but you act bougie. That's what you get, no, dog. I'm I was not, over here no, taking I'm the bus still. I was the only guy taking the oh bus. Oh my gosh, be quiet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has never taken a city bus in his life. I have taken until he met life. me. Oh please. <laughs> You're the reason why I take the city bus. <laughs> I had a car. I downgraded. Anyways. No, um, do not stay in luxury apartments because those places steal, they suck money out of your wallets. Mm-hmm. What is, like, how? Um, basically, you don't get your security deposit back. Oh, yeah, they're going to be really Cause, nitpicking. Because these are, like, like, big property managements on campus, you know, and that's what they do. When you leave, they'll be like, okay, well... You know, these are all normal wear and tear, but we're only going to give you 20% of your security deposit back. And and like let's like explain to people what a security deposit is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So what is a security deposit? So when you sign a lease for an apartment, um, and usually on campus, they know that because you're a student, you probably don't have a job. So, they, so they require you to have a co-signer. Mm-hmm. And what a co-signer is, it's, it's just someone who says, hey, um, if, if, if this you, person yeah, can't, can't pay. pay for it, then I'll pay for it. Right. You know, so then you, mo- usually your co-signers are typically your parents. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was my co-signer. Um, but let's look at the other way around, though, because the way it seems like it's like, oh, like lovey-dovey. But no, it's more of like your co-signer is who they go after if you can't. Pay. Right. So if I can't meet my eight hundred dollar rent, you know, they're going to, you know, contact me first and say, hey, are you going to pay up or what? And if you say no, then they're going to go and contact my co-signer and say, hey, she uh, couldn't pay for her eight hundred dollar rent for these last three months. So since you co-signed for her pay you it up, up right? yeah and if you can't pay it up we're gonna have lawyers come to your house yeah and they're basically just going to evict you and then you'll be charged 
tons and tons of ridiculous fees. Mm-hmm. But now that's your fault. Okay. So, Anyways, mm-hmm. so when you sign a lease, let's say you're signing a lease for a $1,200 apartment, right? Um, most apartments require you to pay a security deposit. And it's basically just this um, way of saying, I'm serious about this lease. I'm going to move in, you know, in January. And I want you to hold this apartment for me. So I'm going to pay you a security deposit to hold the apartment for me so that no one else can come in and take it. Uh So the most apartments ask you to pay a full month's rent. So if I'm signing up for a $1,200 apartment, I have to pay $1,200 security deposit. And usually what they do is by the end of your lease, they give you back that $1,200. When you leave. When you leave. Mm-hmm. But there's a big but here. Yeah. It's not you just get your $1,200 back. Yes. They, they look at your apartment. They go, okay. And they try to find every little thing that's kind of like yeah. wear and tear. Any type of damages that you do to the apartment, it will come out, out mm-hmm. of your security deposit. So if you leave your apartment in chaos and mess you know like you, you have you bad. have writings and holes all over your wall oh no you know, carpets you, you have torn. holes on the wall and stuff like that you're paying for that right yeah what they do is they take it out of your security deposit first mm-hmm. and whatever that's left they'll say hey we still have this access amount you have to cover it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just just keep that in mind and from my experiences with bougie apartments not just bougie apartments campus related housing so any type of apartment that's like within a a five mile radius Mm -hmm. of the campus that's what they do yep is that when you leave your lease is finished and you move out they will always only return like 30 percent of your security really 30 i thought they'll always take like 30 percent like if you do like a well cleaning job and everything you leave the apartment kind of like you know looking nice you will still not get like the well, whole, it, it, yeah, like, you know. it really depends on management. I've had some that have only returned 30 and then we've had to get a lawyer and then had to fight it. Mm-hmm. And they only got like still 80% left because their claim was that there were wear and tear. Yeah. You know, and we're just like, okay, whatever. And there are times where, you know, you only get 70% and you try to fight it and they're like, sorry, you know? So that's how they get you. So boom, right there, hidden costs. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. These there's a lot of hidden costs with the college experience. When you look at the colleges, right, and you just see tuition, how much it costs. Yeah. You know, and and then that's it. Like that's all you see. But that's why people think that that's all they have to pay. And it's like no, there's books you have to get that no one oh, talks yeah. about. Mm-hmm. You know these assholes. Who charges you like $400 for a book to take a course on that they only use two chapters from. And then if you try to sell it back to the bookstore, they sell it to you like EB Games, GameStop, <laughs> where they give you like $30 from that $400 book and maybe like a $5 credit. One one trick I've learned. I just, I just steal them. No, obviously, if you know someone who has taken the course Mm -hmm. or you have friends that have taken the course, you can always ask to use their books or ask you to buy off of them. Right. And when usually you buy off of people who are um, like, you know, because the students know that if they sell it to the bookstore, they're not going to get anywhere close to what they pay (laughs) They're not even going to get. (laughs) <laughs> they'll probably just get 5% right. of the they'll probably money get like a mechanical spent. pencil back or something <laughs> you know for a $400 book 
So sometimes, like, you know, you, you might want to try to find someone who take the course before. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, off, um, off, like, ask them how much they're willing to sell the book to you for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could probably pay, like, maybe a fourth for the book. And sometimes they might be nice enough to just, yeah, like, you know, lend you the books for that semester and you right. just give it back. Not just that. One thing I've learned about, um, one thing that I've learned recently is that because these books are becoming more and more expensive, professors are actually putting some of these books on a reserve at a library. Mm-hmm. And you could just go and photocopy these chapters, email it to yourself, and you have the book there. Yeah. Like, but, like but, I've had professors that have done that for us. But that's that's like some nice professors. Though. Yeah. That's, that's like a low, like 10, 20% of the and professors that, does, that do that. I do have to say that it doesn't hurt to email your professor and say, hey, this book is too expensive. I've done it twice and I've gotten two books for free. (laughs) Hey, look at that. So you got to really, that's what I'm saying about college. You have to fight these for these things. You know what I'm saying? It's like, really? Do I have to really have to fight to pay for this book? I've, I've emailed professors before and I said, hey, like, you know, your your book requirements are really expensive and I'm a student, you know I'm a student, I can't afford it. It's, you're asking me to pay $300 for this book and my rent is literally $300, you know. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm going to use that money to pay rent. And I've had professors who have sent me an ebook for free. Damn, hear that? It's called Hustle. <laughs> With one requirement, though, I, I can't tell anyone else that I got it for free. Oh, never mind. We're cutting this out. Cut the tapes. Cut it from no, this. No, but, but what I'm saying is it doesn't hurt to ask because yeah. you'll have professors who are understanding yeah. and they'll be like, you know, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. I've been a student before, too, you know, and, and they'll they'll try to help you out as much as possible. Boom. There you go. Hitting calls. There you go. Hitting ways to find, uh, you know, way to to save some money but yeah so there you go like you know books are super expensive you could easily every semester right which is like what uh four or five months right every semester four or five months of the year you have to pay not only tuition but roughly like a thousand to two thousand in books mm-hmm. you know and then not only that you gotta think about living you know where you're gonna stay and also food <laughs> oh, forgot about food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so you have to keep in mind that all of these things will be just as expensive. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay, okay yeah, so I'm 51 back. minutes, so 52. Okay, so now we're back on track. But yeah, you know, so like you got the tuition, you got the books, you got the uh, apartments that you had to pay, and then you have food. And those other three will can cost you just as much as a tuition. So you got to be like, you know, you think about, oh, this place is, I don't know, like eight grand every semester. Add another eight grand on top of that just to go, you know, just to like buy books, buy uh, rent out apartments and food. So that's the real price of college. It's double everything that you thought that you had to pay for. A secret, though, is that you should always attend social events because they always have free food. That's like the bummiest <laughs> thing ever. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do in order to survive. I've attended a couple of those social events just for food. <laughs> That's true. I have, too. 
to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Some of them have potluck and you just go and you eat it. Some of them have pizza. You go and you eat it. You know, it's Dog, just... you would lick food off of someone's fingers. Yep. You? Yeah, look at you. That's, that's... that's how you save money. <laughs> you got to steal food from the people. Just go to the cafeteria and just, when they're not looking, just swipe, swipe food <laughs> off their, uh, their plates. Dude, food in dining halls are expensive. Yeah, don't buy food from dining and, halls. And first of all, I used to work in a dining hall. And let me tell you. They ain't that special. No. I used to flip eggs for people. <laughs> Dude, eggs eggs are expensive. They are expensive. One egg is like two fifty. Yeah. Hard boiled. Hard boiled is four dollars. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is going on? I remember, you know, um, I used to get the like um what was those it's kinda of like a breakfast burrito, but it's, oh. uh a quiche. No, it's not a quiche. How is a quiche a breakfast burrito? <laughs> a quiche is more like a pie. It's an egg pie. Uh, man, what is it? It's like a... I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, it's like this breakfast burrito, right? It's like $6. And it's as big as like a Taco Bell regular like dollar burrito. Oh, for $6? Yeah, because those are the dining hall. You oh. know, and I only get it like at least like I only get it like twice a semester as a special like oh you ace this exam, you know so you get to eat this six dollar food. Do in the dining halls they weigh your cereal by by weight. how many pebbles? <laughs> so <laughs> and people would just go and put cereal in a bowl and like and then take it back to their dorm room because then they would have their own milk. Oh, so instead of pouring milk into the bowl and weighing it and paying for it, they would just pour it in a bowl and then take the bowl to their dorm and eat it. Yeah. That's, that's, wow. I don't even know what to say Dude. about that. I'm just saying, look, college is expensive as hell, all right? <laughs> so think about it before you decide to go to college. Really think about and, it. And really think about whether or not Greek life is for you. Oh, Yeah. I, I don't understand why what's up with the big appeal about I lived with Greeks. <laughs> with, with a couple <laughs> roommates who were part of that Greek life. They were in sororities and let me tell you, the expenses that they tell me that they have to pay just to be a part of, you know, a sorority is crazy. And the amount of energy and time that they have to spend just in order to be an active member is is ridiculous i don't even understand how they have time to go to class how they have time to work you know half the time my roommate was literally just a walking zombie that yeah that's what i'm saying that's like the biggest thing why i don't see the big appeal for sororities or um fraternities yeah to me it's like why would i have to go through all that it looks good on your resume it shows that you were part of a sisterhood or brotherhood and you're all about connections and and getting to that next step i i honestly don't see the appeal in it right i mean i made all my connections outside of greek life and still managed to get to where i am today without that you know but that's like okay i'm the whole <laughs> appeal of the Greek life, and, and people who don't know what the Greek life means, it's just these um, fraternities. And sororities. Yeah, and sororities. Fraternities are for Boys. men, yeah. and sororities are for, for women. Yeah. No, they're not men or women, okay? It's <laughs> a bunch of boys acting like assholes and girls acting like assholes. 
the point is like this. You see how people see the college life and they just see the college life and they want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. That's the like it's like squared. That's the <laughs> that's the Greek life, you know. You yeah. go to college and you want to have that even more college life at joining a fraternity. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, the connections that you get from fraternities and stuff like that. Like that's like man, like the one percent of people who actually use those for, uh, connections. <laughs> yeah, I remember talking to my roommates who were part of sororities and they were telling me that they they were telling me that they are members of a sorority because they want that connection they want that they want to be able to graduate from a university and then go into a career where they're um they have other sisters right who, that can yeah. pull them in mm-hmm. and let me tell you i know a ton of you know sorors is that what they call it i don't know i I know a ton of greek people who are struggling yeah and then i think to myself like oh what happened to those connections that you have yeah like to me it's like the only way you get connections if you actually end up being successful nobody wants anything from you if you don't know like if you're not successful if you have nothing to offer, no one's going to help you. And there's the, I don't know if this is true, but there is this belief that if I submit a resume and another girl submits a resume and both of our resumes are identical, right? Mm-hmm. And, but her resume says that she's part of, I don't know, Kappa, Alpha Kappa. She's going to get the job over me because of that distinguished yeah. Yeah, because she got that no. cack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she got that cack. She really got that I don't cack. Know, I don't know if that's true. I don't even know what that means. Because you said uh, Kappa Alpha Kappa. <laughs> she got that cack. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I was going off of what you said. How are you not going to know what you said? But I don't, I, I honestly don't understand how that difference makes her stand out. Yeah. I don't like, know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like that those cases are like so few and far from you each other. You think so? Yeah, I believe so. I believe that they will. The, then it's then so why rare. do people join? I don't understand because it. Because they, like I said, it's the same reason why people go to college to party. <laughs> you know, because they want the, the 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 best college experience that's been portrayed by the movies and the TV shows. But when you really think about it. Fraternity sucks. The only time you really have fun in fraternities is when they throw those big ass parties and everyone's there having fun and drunk. You know, and that's only like every couple nights of the week. All those other nights and other days is like you got to do all these fraternity stuff. You know, you got to be like available. Not only that, you have to pay. You know, there's a membership fee that you have to pay. On top of all your other stuff, you got to pay. And not only that, you have to attend classes and, like, you know, maintain a certain grade average. And a quick side note here. Um, supposedly, Greek life, if you want to participate in a sorority or fraternity, there's this thing called hazing. Everybody but, knows hazing. But <laughs> uh, sororities and fraternities deny yeah, Any because, form of hazy because it's illegal. Let's just keep it real, okay? <laughs> she was over here doing quotes like hazy. She was whispering like it's a secret thing. Dude, hazing is well known, okay? But it's, it's a real thing. And 
I honestly do not believe in it or support it. And it's, I don't know. To me, the hazing process, how long does it usually last? Like a month? So, uh, I don't know. I don't know how how long it lasts, but I do know that you have to be invited in order to join. Uh Uh-huh. So, first... You show interest and you let the fraternity and sorority know that you're interested by attending all of their events, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the end, not they in the end, but what they do is they're, they kind of assess you and, and decide if you're a good fit. And if you are, then they do a personal invitation. And that's how, that's when the hazing starts. Yeah. Because then that's how they can kind of distinguish how serious you are. Yeah. And to yeah. me, it makes no no sense. Don't you know ask I'm... me how I know this. Oh, shut <laughs> up. If you know anybody that has joined a fraternity or sorority, you know that there's always a hazing process. Even the movies portray this hazing process. I've seen a lot of interesting things. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think to me, that is the number one reason why I would never join the fraternity <laughs> because of that stupid hazing system. It's like, look, when you join a Greek uh, family, right? Or a Greek, you know, Greek club, whatever you call it. <laughs> right? A fraternity or yeah, sorority. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be, you're recognized as a brother or a sister. Okay. And you're supposed to have each other's back and stuff like that. You know, and I was like, and all of that is determined through hazing. Mm-hmm. Why would I ever have your back if you're over here making me like run through the field butt naked? It's, it's all about loyalty and trust. Yeah. If you can go through all of that hazing, then it shows that, okay, you're loyal to the group. We can trust you. Right. I know. And know what I'm saying, like, to me, that makes no sense. You know, because to me, it's like, look, if I really want to be there for you, mm-hmm. I'll just be there for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, let's just be friends and let's just look out for one another, you know, and really try, you know, to be there for one another. But I'm not going to be like, oh, you want to be my friend? Get butt naked right now, <laughs> you know, and start smacking your butt. Spread them cheeks, boy. You know, like, to me, I'm like, how am I ever going to be your friend? When what? I want to be your friend and I have to spread my cheeks for you just to why, be friends? Why is that your initial idea of what hazing is because i swear dude i, I guarantee why, you why couldn't it be something a little less graphic hey i'm just saying okay why can't it be that they get tapped on their hand with a ruler or something why does it have to be spreaded let's, cheeks let's be honest here it ain't no tap on the hand okay you know it's oh it's weird things you know uh i don't know like chew cheese like just keep cheese in your mouth for a whole day <laughs> you know it's like why it's actually yeah it's actually like really bizarre things like that yeah and it's like at 3 a.m it's like oh come over to my house and spray them cheeks <laughs> <laughs> i i know of a fraternity uh that does um what is that where they like heat up a iron and then they oh like, they brand you. brand you yeah the moment you become part of um, you become a member they brand you nah see like to me it's like I, I won't i won't mention the fraternity because i actually don't even know the name of the fraternity, the, the fraternity but is, i just know that they do branding the, the fraternity is kappa 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 <laughs> shut up <laughs> hey <laughs> 
That's not funny. I wonder if there really is a Kappa Kappa Kappa. Yeah, there is one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not that one. I'm talking about like an, an actual Greek row if there is a, a Kappa. Okay. Okay. Like, let's let's not talk too much shit before they come after I us. I know, right? But my sorry. Point, sorry. You guys are great people. Yeah. But my point is, look, I'm not All against, the politicians are part of this. I'm not against people who want to join fraternities. I understand the reason why they're there, you know? Sure. I'm just saying, like... Before you choose to join a fraternity or sorority, just know that this is the mentality. Yeah. You know, it's like they are willing to drop you if you do not uphold their values. You know, and once they drop you, it's like you are nobody to them. You are shunned. You are... Yeah, kicked out and stuff yeah. like that. And to me, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you call these people your brothers and sisters if, for example, you can't pay that month's, you know, fee, you know, or like you yeah. drop below a certain grade point average because you're so busy, like doing all these other things for them that you can't keep up. Yeah. And then, you know, boom, you went from sister to freaking, you know, the worst of the worst trash in their eyes. Imagine you got branded and then you fell, you know. You got branded and then you couldn't keep up GPA. And I had to go home <laughs> with, with a debt and <laughs> branded letters on your arm or something, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, make sure you understand what the ramifications are if you really want to join these, these the, the Greek life. I mean, like, I would, I would love to hear... The other side of it? Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I lived with roommates who were part of sororities, but, I mean... They also kind of kept it very like hush hush, mm-hmm. so you didn't really know in detail mm-hmm. like what really happens behind the scenes. But I've the way that their body language is and like how I see them all the time. They're always just so exhausted and like you know, overwhelmed. You're just like, okay, that's not <laughs> that's not for you me. You know what I I I think of when I think of fraternities and sororities. What? I think of abusive relationships. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You, you see that, like, girl or guy who's walking around with bruises on them, and you're like, what happened? You know, and they're like, oh, I fell. I hit a doorknob, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, on your eye, your black eye, you hit a doorknob <laughs> on your black eye. You tripped, and then somehow your eye managed yeah. to hit the door right by the handle, and then you get a black eye. Right. Yeah. That's how I see fraternities and sororities. Mm-hmm. It's like, you see the person that's going through it, and they are out of it, you know, they look tired when you when you speak to them like person to person not when they're with their group yeah you, they you really see that they are like hurt and tired and like just damaged from it and then you know all they talk about is when they're with their friends and stuff that how good that life is mm-hmm. you know how amazing all oh, this party was crazy you know but then when everyone leaves you see them just like cleaning things you know and just trying to i don't know like stay alive i've never been to a great party I don't want to. I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I too never wanted people, to either. Too many people with uh, selfish intentions. There. Yeah. Every time I think of a Greek party, I think of like a, a rape drink. <laughs> a rape? Like you go oh. there and you know someone's going to try to hand you a rape drink. Yeah. Like that's what I think of when I think of going to a Greek party. Yeah. Sorry. But, <laughs> no, but, no, but I think that's just college parties in general. You know, like to me, it's like that's why I, I, I tend to stay away from them mm-hmm. because I that's what I feel when you go into college parties it's just a lot of yeah. people with selfish intentions. 
Yeah, I've never been to a college house party. Yeah, me neither. I've been to like social parties, like you know, um, Asian club or something has a Halloween party, but their party is like public, like it's in a rented, um, uh, what do you call auditorium at I don't know one of the buildings. In yeah, yeah. <laughs> at one party. of the physics buildings. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm just gonna go, kind of thing. I went. I went to a study party. <laughs> You know, we, we went, met you, up, got food, and we studied. You study? Yeah, I'm doing <laughs> Don't come at me like that, homie. I didn't get an engineering degree without studying, all right? You don't got an come. engineering degree with a C average. Oh, hell no. no. Don't disrespect me like that, man. It's B at the lowest, okay? Don't say I'm a C average student. Anyways. But yeah, anywho, the point is, like I said, like, those the, were the parties I went to. I showed up in funny costumes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go to those house parties because, like I said, it's just full, filled with people who have selfish intentions. Not everyone there is out there to rape you, you know? Everyone oh, yeah, there yeah, is yeah, trying yeah. to have their own fun, and their own terms of fun mm-hmm. means different things, you know? Their definition of fun means different things, and all it takes is just one person, right? you know, at one, like, bad, you know, oh. turn, and you run to this person, and it's just like, man... Because the thing is, like, let's be let's be serious here, you know. Uh, most of the time, the parties are okay, you know, like nothing goes bad. But that you know of, right? But what I'm saying is that, but the thing is that when you hear something bad going on at a college party, it's it's so common to the point where you're just like, oh yeah, you know, you're you not become surprised. desensitized to it. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, that's what happens, mm-hmm. you know. So like you should have known, kind of thing. Yeah, it's not like you were telling me a story about your family party and somebody got raped. You know, and if you do tell me that, I'll be like, what the heck is going on at your family party? (laughs) You know, I'll be shocked and appalled, you know, but at a college scenario, you know, or college uh, atmosphere and someone tells you, oh, so-and-so got, you know. Yeah, that something happened. You're like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, what do you, yeah, that's what happens. You know, it's a college party. Things like that happen all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm always so like, if you are a girl. You need to be smart about how you go to these events. Mm-hmm. Go with girls that you trust and leave with girls that you trust. And only drink uh, only, only drink from like uh, cans that you know that are closed. Mm-hmm. And that it, you yourself yeah, open. open. Yeah. Do not drink something that someone hands to you. Like it's, <laughs> come on. But the thing is, it's that college life. You yeah. Know? You, you're like, everyone's having fun. You don't want to be this oddball who doesn't You want to be the party know? pooper. Yeah. And it's just like. You know what happens when you're not a party pooper? Bad things. <laughs> so you get shunned by them anyways, you know. So you try to fit in and you do this. And you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. If something bad happens to you, guess what? No one gives a fuck. Dang, it just it just went dark real quick. Yeah, that's how it is. That's true. You know, because nobody cares in college. That that's like a double. Yeah, look sword. look at that who is it, Brock Turner guy and how he raped that girl and he's Yeah, like three months. Not even, dude. Yeah. He was this like excellent row person. He was an athlete and he uh, like row boats or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. judge was like Oh, he's such a good athlete. I can't give him a sentence like this. He, he could yeah. just go back to school and be the, you know, star athlete that he is. And they also That's said like, they, they don't want to ruin his life. Right. Yeah. By branding him this reputation. 
that's that college life. That's what I'm saying. So be careful out there, you know? It's okay if you want to go party and stuff like that, but just letting you know, the only people who's going to care about you are your friends. And it's it's not just parties. It's just in general. Like, don't be walking outside at night by yourself. Always have a buddy system, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> what are we talking to, like, K, K-5 kids? Always have friends. <laughs> yeah, man. Stranger danger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but like, you know, but this doesn't mean that college is a scary thing. Right, right, Yeah, it's just... Just be smart. Yeah, just think about what you're trying to do and don't appeal to the mass, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing that um, that gets people into trouble. It's because when I went to college... I kind of know who I was already. Mm-hmm. You know, I I knew my morals and I knew certain things that I don't want to do. And I, I tend to stick to those things. And I am not swayed by other people's opinions. But a lot of people who go to college or just like kids who come out of uh, high school, they're still trying to find themselves. Right. They're trying to find out what they like, who they're going to be. So they want to experience everything. Right. And, and experiment. Right. And that's when you get into a lot mm-hmm. of trouble because now you're allowing other people who don't really have your best intentions in mind manipulate you to make certain decisions that may not right. be so beneficial for you. And that's how you get caught with your pants down and you got your butt, your cheeks spread. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, boy. We're in a progressive state, so guys out there, too, are in danger now, you know? <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of guys out there who don't say much. That is true. You know, because it's a lot harder true. for guys to come out and say oh, these yeah, kind of, of things. Course. We don't get the um, uh, empathy that girls get when things like this happen. You know, and I'm saying like this is all wrong, you know, and you, girls shouldn't have to feel this way. But guys go through this, too, you know, and they a lot of them keep it inside because they're too embarrassed to come out and say it because they're going to get shunned, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, I have heard stories of guys coming out and they got laughed at. You know, or like, it's just not, there's not like a very big support group for guys who've been, you know, raped yeah. or molested. But, you know, be smart. Like I said, man, college is a, a, a um, environment filled with people who have their own self-interest at heart. And you need to know what your interests are. So you can protect yourself from other people who are trying to manipulate you to fulfill their self-interest. <clears throat> but man, that's about the Greek life, okay? Now let's talk about... You know, so, so we have gone through so far the expenses of college, the financial aspect of college, and the multiple ways to, you know, um, I don't want to say cheat the system, but to save yourself some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the biggest things is just don't go to, don't go to, or try not to go out of state personally. Cause to me, it's like the difference in pricing. So like, for example, uh, if you stay in state, you pay like six grand a semester. Mm-hmm. That's 12,000 a year right. just to attend, you know, out of state, it's about triple that. Oh yeah. You know, so that six grand a semester turned into, uh, 1800, 18, 18 grand. And that's just tuition. Yeah. That's excluding, you know, rooming and food. So, I mean, when it's at 18 grand, it's not going to be another double 18 grand, you know. But, like, renting is like, what, like 600, 700 a month? 
for like a one bedroom that you share. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want your own like bedroom or like your own apartment, especially on campus. Oh no! If you want your own apartment on campus, you better get ready to pay like two grand so I, a month. When I was going to grad school, I lived in a two hundred and fifty square foot studio apartment. Yeah, if, <laughs> if anybody don't know how small that is, just imagine living in your room and have a toilet and a sink. That's essentially and a kitchen. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Just split your room in thirds. One room, like you know. It's for the bathroom. A third is for the bathroom. A third is for the kitchen, and a third is for uh, everything else. And let me tell you, that was the best living situation. And how much were oh, you paying for that? I was paying six hundred a month. Six hundred. Look at that. Six hundred. Hey, a month. hey, it's not as bad here in Austin when we were trying to find an apartment. Yeah. And a studio apartment was going for twelve hundred dollars minimum. Like, yeah, it was like slightly bigger. It was. Than yeah, it was maybe 300 square feet. Yeah, you get a closet. But so, because the thing is that when we talk about like cheap and more expensive, we really need to give context yeah. to exactly what we mean. So we, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I like to put out numbers. Yeah. And said that if you go to an out-of-state college or university, that's boom right there, 18 mm-hmm. grand a semester. Yeah. So that's like 36 grand, you know. 36 grand a year yeah. just to attend that college that's out of state. And then you stack on, like, if you decide to stay on campus, that's, like, $800 a month for a room times yeah. that by the, the the time that you spent there. So that's, yeah. like what, nine months? Let, let me give you guys our perspective. A three-bedroom apartment that I stayed in with five other roommates, so there was six of us. No. Five of us, sorry. Yeah, five guys. There was five of us in a three-bedroom apartment, and we were each still paying $500 each. Yeah, so that means that you shared a room to pay $500. Right. And the person who gets the own room is paid, like, what, $800? They pay maybe, like, $100 more, or or they'll, like, pay for electricity or something, you know? So it was, like, they'll just pay a tad bit more, but, I mean... To get their own room. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you got to take that into consideration, and easily, you know, if you do that, you could get somewhere like 45,000 of loans within one year if you don't budget yourself. <sighs> and and then, you know, you look at Chi, she graduated from grad school at 60K, <laughs> you know, and that's grad school. That's like, yeah. you know, four years plus after um, your bachelor. Yeah. And, and she ended up with 60K and that's a lot, you know, but if you go out of state, you could potentially end up with 45K <sighs> within one year for freshman year. You know, and then you realize, oh, maybe college is not a thing for me. Now you're walking out with forty five thousand. Not only that, but um, student loans cannot Have. cannot be. Uh, you cannot bankruptcy that away. Unless, unless. This is like rare, rare. Like you just have a rare situation where you just absolutely cannot pay for it. Yeah. Like I don't know. You have cancer and you're dying from, you know. Dude, honestly, <laughs> I know a lot of people who would prefer to get cancer to eliminate the student loan. Like, they were willing to get cancer to eliminate the student loan. <laughs> but that's like, yeah, there's no other way. I think even when you die, it passes on to your, <laughs> it passes on to your co-signers. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, do lying. You take <laughs> but, it to the but, afterlife. But there are co-signers on your student loans. Yeah, but I think if you die... Oh, it disappears? Yeah, I don't think they're going to... 
I don't know. I don't know how that works, man. I, I think if you're married, doesn't it like transfer over to oh, your yeah, spouse? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So See? think about that. You, know, you should think, think about that. I know. That's what I said at the beginning. I had my suitcase half packed. That's why I said I'm ready to bounce when things are not looking so good. You know? Yeah. So I feel like there's so much more that I, we have to talk about. Oh, we have to talk about credits. Yeah. We have yeah. to talk about how many classes you should take, how you, how you have to set up your schedules in a smart way, yeah. how you have to make sure you know when to drop a course because yeah. <laughs> don't, don't take those D's. Yeah, or just <laughs> and also... How, it's just yeah. how grades really affect your GPA. Like, you know, you don't see it in high school. But in college. But in yeah. college, oh man, it hurts you. Not only that, but like... Just the ramification of just failing a class like, yeah. will hold you back literally mm-hmm. a year, potentially, oh. you know? So we got to talk about all those things. We got to talk about different ways you can try to save money. Uh, and then we can also talk about our very own experience from like, like from, from freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year. Because the thing is that like, the, I feel like when I went to college, with no knowledge of what college was, mm-hmm. freshman year was kind of like, let's just mess around, you know, like I have all this yeah. freedom and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I feel like that those experiences will really benefit people who are uh, just first going to college. Yeah. And not just that, but um, this idea of college is not like high school. You're yeah. not forced to, to go, go to, to your classes. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of people see that and they're like, oh, freedom. Yeah. I don't have to go to classes. If I don't have to go to classes, it means I don't need to go. Yeah. So I'm just going to hang out. Especially and, and, when you like hang out with friends mm-hmm. who, who are uh, who have that same mentality. Yeah. yeah you're definitely not yeah. going to class. To be honest, like I didn't start skipping class until I was like junior. Like that's when I started skipping class. Like I, my first like freshman and sophomore year, like I, I really attended to a, all of them. Now, did I stay awake in all of them? No. <laughs> but I was there, you know. Um, the only time I would really skip class was when it was too cold. <laughs> this dude. I hated the cold. And so, like, all of my classes were all the way Across at the time. end yeah. of campus. Yeah. And it was like, do I really want to walk in negative five degrees to get to class? Oh, yeah. This is Wisconsin weather. So <laughs> and it was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this podcast has gone pretty long now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so like I said, if you guys like this one, I, we were willing to go more into it because I feel like college is an aspect of life that nobody like really talks about. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like when you ask people like. Oh, you got a bachelor degree in this? You know, oh, you went to college? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's just essentially all they say. Yeah. You know, I went to this college. I got this degree. Well, yeah, we could even talk about the types of jobs that we had when we were in college. Mm-hmm. I've worked a lot of weird <laughs> um, jobs. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things to talk about college and just kind of help people prepare themselves yeah. when they go to college. Because trust me, yeah. high school is definitely not preparing you. Oh, your parents, hi- yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though I took like all these like um, IB and AP courses, let me tell you, it was nothing like college. Yeah, like nothing. Because I, I feel like high school is a bad. Okay, 
the way I see it is schools from like elementary to uh, high school prep you for a nine to five job. Not just that, but they treat you like kids. I don't. They they don't give you responsibilities other than go home and do your homework. Right. And, you know. But what I'm saying is that they're they're just prepping you to get used to the. Sure. I gotta get up at eight. Yeah. Go to school until five. Mm-hmm. You know, or four yeah. or three. College is not like that. Right. College is not like that. So I'm saying like so so like the school system is prepping you to get used to the work work hours. Yeah. Whereas when you get to college, it's a whole completely yeah. different. You have like two classes a day. What's yeah. up with that? You, you have know? one at seven a.m. and then another one at six p.m. and then yeah. you have this big gap in your day. You're like, okay, what am I gonna do? Yeah, you know. And so it's like, man, there's just a lot of like, men- right. like mental preparation that you're not ready for right. coming out of high school. Right. And but people- that's just that's just Monday. Yeah. Tuesday <laughs> is you have class from nine to three. Yeah. You know. So it's kind of like. Yeah, so that's that's part of like getting your schedules mm-hmm. smartly doing your schedules. But like I said, man, we can talk more about it next time. <laughs> so you got any closing remarks? Go to a community college first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself some money. Really, really think about going to college. I think college is a good experience, but if you're just going to get a college experience, go to a community college. It has like everything and it doesn't have that taxing um, tuition or student mm-hmm. loan that you're going to get hit with. Like even if you do go to, to um, a, a community college without financial aid and stuff like that, you probably end up paying like, you know, 10 grand for that year. A community college? Yeah. No, not even. Well, I'm, I'm just saying versus like. Let me tell, let me give you ooh, perspective. Ooh, ooh, okay. You could take a chemistry class at a community college for $500. Boom. Okay. Yeah. But at a four year university. That's like twelve hundred, eighteen hundred dollars yep. for a chemistry class, mm-hmm. and, and the just, same professor teaches it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you just want to be a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's how crazy it is. Yeah. So community college, yeah, like it, community college will pretty much cut down everything down by like a third. Yeah. Maybe even half. Like know? like I know that too. Like we live in Austin. UT Austin is right there. You know, Mm -hmm. and then you have um, ACC, which is their community college here. And I know professors that teach at at ACC and UT Austin and prices are so different. So it's like, why should I pay $1,800 to go to UT when I could just pay $500 to go to ACC? Yeah, pretty much for the same course, essentially. So, boom, there you go. Community college. This is the lessons of this podcast. Go to community college and save yourself some money. Save yourself ten thousand yeah. dollars. Save your future self a headaches, you know, and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Catch you guys in the next Bibles to Bibles. Peace.